Good evening, and welcome to our new podcast, Klingons and Dragons. This is a role-playing podcast, and we're going to be playing Modiphius's Star Trek Adventures. Your players for tonight are Chris, Fox, Michael, and Pat. My name is Dennis, and I'm your Games Master for the evening. Welcome to the show. Why don't we go around and each of you uh, say your character name and short description. Sure. So this is uh, Commander Nathaniel uh, Q. Fox, um, F-O-K-S. I'm likely the one uh, piloting the the runabout after my great success last time, uh, purposefully crashing the ship where people needed help. So, um, is there more, what more do you want to know about my character? I'm I'm dashing. You're a human male. I am a human male. Uh, most of my I was born on a uh, on a starbase. Actually, this is basically the only life I've ever known. Um, I'm a little bit fanatical about the rules and and um, the way things go. It's because almost to a fault, basically the idea of that. Um, I'm, I'm willing okay. to do basically lay down my life for Starfleet. I, I get a little too intense about for the good of what I believe the prime directive to be in my own interpretation of that. Um, I'm willing to break the rules, but like there are certain things I'm not willing to do um, because if I think it's going to really harm Starfleet in any way, it's my aspiration to become captain. But again, I think that having such a strong aspiration actually goes against my um, ability to move forward. Does that satisfy? Okay. Yeah, it's good. Good stuff. Who else? I'll go. So, yo, I'm like uh, Andal Kai. I'm from the, the lower stop, east stop, side of... Stop, Nope, Betazoid. nope, not going to happen. Not going to... You, you an urban like, Betazoid? Like this. And, and I'm, uh, I've been in Starfleet for like 15 years. So, it's all good, but my last commission wasn't so great. And then I you got... Know, if, you do, if you commit to that voice, you're going to have to do it for the entire... What are you talking about? You making fun of us from the lower east side Betazoid? It's wrong with you, man. That's not cool. So, so anyway, Captain Keenar, he let me on the ship, it's and it's ship. pretty cool these days. I got Lieutenant Lieutenant Commander. I was better, but not so much anymore. Anyway, it's it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. We have good times here, and I'm currently dating Doctor Heidi Ship from you know the girl we rescued before, and she's she's kind of hot on me, but I don't know how long it's gonna last. Do you have a button that can just say not canon <laughs> every couple seconds? Yeah, yeah, none of that's canon. Great. I don't even. <laughs> man, you don't even know what you're talking about. All right, that's me. How about the uh, Ferengi that's standing to my left? Wow, great, great smooth transition. That was really well oh, done. I see him. You should see how smooth this transition is. That didn't. <laughs> nope, that didn't make sense. Not not a thing people say at all ever. You kiss all the ladies. Oh wow! <laughs> so did we did we lose the Ferengi? Yeah, I think the, I think we lost the actual person you seamlessly great transitioned transition. to. What about you, Captain? All right, so He's, he drink he drinks a little bit, so it might be a while. It, it probably will be. All right, so this is this is your captain. Um, thank you for uh, joining Yo, us captain. today. Uh, my name is Captain Cordell Tesla Kinar. So it's Kinar, not Kinnear, Kinar. 
And uh, can I call you Greg? No, I call you Greg. Kinar. I was named after my mother. Um, uh, she was she was a stripper. <laughs> uh, my dad was a botanist. Good match. Good. That's no. a solid match. Neither one, of, neither one of those are true. Neither one of those are true. Uh, so I'm a. Uh, I've been I've been to Starfleet forever. It feels like I feel like I'm about 150 years old. Um, I really enjoy my job, and they're never taking my ship away from me again. Was your ship taken from you before <laughs> I sold it? <laughs> like stolen? Did you lose it? Who's who's they? I, there might have been an incident, but you know we we don't talk about that anymore. Not since the incident. Not not since the incident. So we're, I'm getting this ship back, and I have to deal with you, Chrome. You you're getting? Is this like? A, are we I'll going to storm the ship? Is this, I don't know that I signed up for that. Or do you? Do we, are you? Are you currently? That's what you signed me up for? Or not? That's going to oh, change yeah. my whole outlook on this particular <laughs> ride. We are going to jack this shit, man. Okay, I think uh, that just leaves the Ferengi. So my name is Bjorn, and I'm a Ferengi engineer, rank of lieutenant commander. I was born and raised on Urtok a Ferengi planet on the trade routes between the Cardassian Empire, the Romulan Empire, the Federation, and the Breen. As a neutral party with all, good for, goods forbidden in other regions are almost always available on Urtok. I watched Federation ships pass and had many dealings with Federation citizens and admired the fact that I'd never seen a poor Federation citizen. After all, rule of acquisition 106 states, there's no honor in poverty. Mm-hmm. Um. My father had the lobes for business, and I followed in his footsteps. I have a different perspective than my father due to my exposure to other cultures. I rebelled against my father's insistence on following rule of acquisition number 17. A contract is a contract, but only between Ferengi. I see value in honoring contracts with all species and feel that profit isn't always measured in Latinum. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's it. That's my whole thing. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Done. Scene. That, that last line didn't sound very Ferengi. Bjorn out. Not always well, measured no, in Latin. He's a Federation Ferengi. It's not always measured in Latin. Things are always measured in Latin. Federation Ferengi. Have we have we gone all around? We have, yeah. Okay. Uh, and what I what I should have done before that is go around and have everybody say your name. Our our real names? Like yeah. our character name or our people name? Yeah, your 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 real name and your character name just quickly. Uh, this is Dr. Fox. For legal reasons, I'm not allowed to give my last name. What? <laughs> uh, my name is Stormy Daniels, and I'm playing Andal Sai. Stormy, you've had work done. <laughs> and I'm playing Andal Kai. Uh, this, is, this is Chris Borland, and I'm playing Captain Kinar. And this is Pat H., and I'm playing Bjorn. Nice, nice. <laughs> Okay, so you guys are on a runabout. You've been on a, a voyage from uh, Earth Space Dock where you all um, joined up to take yourselves, the ship's doctor, and a handful of um, security and engineering personnel to Starbase 364, Narendra Station. The United Federation of Planets is seeking to expand its exploration efforts beyond the current territorial boundaries into regions which until now have been only mapped by automated survey probes. 
Very little is known about this area of the galaxy beyond the far borders of space claimed by the Klingon and Romulan empires. Starfleet has made only a handful of visits to this largely uncharted sector, christened by some nameless stellar cartographer, the Shackleton Expanse, in honor of the famed 20th century Earth explorer, Ernest Shackleton. Though Starfleet has established a token presence in the area with starbases to serve as outposts along this unfamiliar frontier, Narendra Station has been designated as the waypoint for this increased exploration initiative. Formally designated Starbase 364, Narendra Station has been operational since 2353. Named in tribute to the Klingon colonists who were massacred during a Romulan sneak attack in the outpost on Narendra 3 in 2344. The Starbase also serves as a reminder of the pivotal shift in Klingon Federation relations which occurred in the aftermath of that assault. During the attack, the Starfleet vessel USS Enterprise NCC-1701C commanded by Captain Rachel Garrett, answered the colony's distress call, managing to repel the attacking Romulan ships and saving the outpost from total annihilation. The attack came at the cost of the Enterprise-C and its crew, a gesture of bravery and sacrifice which was not lost on the Klingon Empire's High Council. Out of that tragedy was forged a new era of Federation-Empire alliance. For now, both Federation and Klingon officials have worked to broaden and fortify this alliance, expanding beyond mere military alliances to other common interests such as territorial expansion, as well as locating planets rich in needed resources. Though the Klingons have largely done away with the practice of subjugating other worlds and civilizations to imperial interests, this does not mean that the High Council and the Federation leadership always see eye to eye. Narendra Station serves as one more method of enhancing the existing Federation-Empire partnership. Both Klingon and Starfleet personnel live and work here, pursuing missions and goals relevant to their individual governments, as well as joint tasks that serve to further support continuing collaborative efforts. Given its location and relative isolation from more populated areas of Federation space, the station's command staff is granted broad authority to dispatch the vessels in its charge on missions of exploration as well as diplomacy. The Starbase also serves as the first line of defense against threats to the Federation and Klingon security. Whether introduced by a known adversary, such as the Romulans, or anyone or anything previously unidentified that might emerge from the unexplored depths of the Shackleton Expanse or points beyond. Located well away from the heart of Federation space and beyond the far borders of both the Klingon and Romulan empires, the Shackleton Expanse is an area shrouded in mystery and even legend. It is largely uncharted, save for the efforts of automated survey probes. Many of those drones have recorded onboard system issues when traversing the region, originally explained by various stellar phenomena that emit particular forms of electromagnetic and gravimetric distortions that have been deemed hazardous to navigation. For this reason in particular, Starfleet's efforts to push into the area have been limited, though many stories have been passed around thanks to decades of independent merchants and prospectors skirting the region. Recent months have seen an increase in the level of interference, and the render station's science officer has requested additional resources be devoted toward enabling further study of the expanse. To that end, experimental improvements in sensor and deflector shield technology have been installed aboard three of the vessels assigned to the Starbase. The USS Venture, a Galaxy class, the USS Bellerophon, Intrepid class, and the USS Christopher Pike, a Kira class. Heave two and prepare to be boarded. <gasps> guys, it's our ship. Guys, guys, it's our ship. We got we, we got one. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. So I got excited. Words. So many words. Okay. 
Uh, so you guys in the runabout, um, you approach Narendra Station. I think I'm driving right now, right? And so does any do does anybody know where the brakes? Awesome for everyone listening in audio. We see a starbase coming up up ahead. It's got uh, cylinders (laughs) to make up the body of it, and it looks about like three extended pods where it looks like housing is taking place. That's what's taking place in there, all right. (laughs) Housing. (laughs) I'm I'm writing this Um, movie, Fox. I'm going to write this. As you approach the station, you receive a hail. A hail Mary. What, what, what does it say? Who answers it? Who's a, who's our Ahura? I think it's the Ferengi. Uh, I like that you just uh, you basically just put in a can that you're also Catholic as your character. That's, that's no problem with that. Really, that really adds layers that's to right. who you are. That's right. He said, a, he said a hail Mary. Hey, the Catholic Church came to Betazoid. Okay, anyway, somebody- we answered the hail. Come in, Starbase 364. Who am I talking um, to? What did I just say the number of the Starbase was? 2468. 6324. 364. Starbase 364 to Captain Kinar. Yes. Yes, I can hear you, Admiral. Captain, this is Admiral. Oh, I guess I should do a voice for this, maybe. Oh, yeah. Do a voice. Do it, baby. Do hey, it. Captain, <laughs> this is Admiral April Herbert, commanding officer of Narendra Station. Captain, we've received a report that the SS Tesla civilian science vessel went missing six weeks ago while cataloging anomalies in an unstable region region of the Shackleton Expanse. This region is notorious for an unusual number of temporal and spatial anomalies, some benign, others extremely dangerous. Uh, Normally, I'd prefer that you and your officers be given time to familiarize yourselves with your new ship. Um, but there just isn't time, and the Pike is the nearest ship available so, to render aid. So, are you Tesla Knar? Did um, I hear that right? Yeah. One of our unmanned is that is our captain Tesla Knar, <laughs> and we're looking for the Tesla Greg Knar. Yes. Okay, I just making sure. Can you? I just make yeah. making sure that there's coincidence. <laughs> yeah, Knar. Knar. No, Tesla. Cordell. Cordell. Can you call him Greg? I can't. My middle name's Tesla. Instead, I go by my middle name. Just call me Tesla. No, his middle name is Greg. Yo. No, but your middle name is Tesla, right? So go ahead, Admiral. Are you still there? (laughs) Yes, Captain. One of our unmanned probes picked up a plasma trail in the area, which we believe to be left behind by the damaged ship. The trail appears to lead to the organ system which has two Class M planets, both with populations protected under General Order 1, the Prime Directive. Uh, according to our records, Organ 2 has a primitive civilization. Uh, it's equivalent to medieval Earth. It's my favorite. The residents call themselves the Slithar, and they're pretty violent and warlike culture. Uh, the residents of Organ 3, however, who call themselves Lormian... The, the Lormians, are quite different. Uh, they're mammalian species vaguely resembling humanoid lemurs. Uh, they have a peaceful and communal society, and their technology is equivalent to about mid-21st century Earth, just pre-warp tech, and, and obviously still covered by the Prime Directive. The good news, Captain, is you know when I was sorted into the Harry Potter app version 2016, uh, I was put in House Slytherin, so I think I should be fine with this. Not, it's close, close enough. 
Captain, my station chief tells me that the USS Pike is spaceworthy, so I'd like you and your crew to um, transfer on board and go investigate the situation as soon as possible. Uh, yes, sir. We'll do that right away. We will head towards the Pike immediately. Very good, Captain. I set a course for the Pike. I'm assuming this thing will fit in a dock. What is the expanse that we're headed well, to? The Shackleton expanse. Will, will this fit into one of the bays? Shackleton expanse. Or are we going to have to transport on? I don't know what the size is. Um, no, you can go right aboard. The Akira class is almost a carrier, as close as you get to carriers online. Star Trek universe. All right, well, we're gonna we're headed straight for the Pike to to board and take over. Who, who's commanding currently on the Pike? Do we know that? Um, the probably the, no one. Yeah, the Pike has been docked oh, okay, at the station for a couple months. Um, on its last mission, it encountered some kind of unknown stellar life form like just mm-hmm. a, a very large creature of some kind in space that uh that attacked it um the, the there were very extensive damages and about a third of her crew was killed whoa whoa did they have uh, they filled who, who up, was in command then the yeah so the the few surviving um most of the command staff was killed but um a couple like the the engineer and the and the chief science officer managed to get the ship away from that situation and uh, and limp back to uh, the nearest starbase, and then most of the crew transferred around um, all all the command staff and a lot of the the um, more junior staff transferred off, and it was brought here to complete the repairs and refits um, so that it could be part of uh narendra station's efforts in this region okay sounds good has it so been it's, re- it's uh the admiral had said that it's been sort of re-outfitted or or you just mean like prepared is that basically yeah what you're mo- mostly just repaired and gotcha. re, uh, re-equipped so okay. there will be you know some some systems that are not quite uh 100% yeah. Okay, so I've seen this from uh, Star Trek Generations. Can I have a list of all the things that don't work before I leave, <laughs> before I try my tractor beam and my transporters? So, hey, I, and I got my, this. The first my thing we're going to do. And none of it works. First thing we're going to do is we're going to warp six out of here, and then I'll ask everybody to figure out what's missing. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works, man. That sounds, that sounds about par for the course, right. but I'm just That's saying because we're in charge now and not a Roddenberry. Uh, Neophyte, uh, I'm going to guess that maybe we should just ask these kinds of Dude, questions story. before we leave Starbase. Just throwing it out there, Captain. But <laughs> you you're, need in, attention. you're in charge. I agree with uh, I agree with our commander. I mean, after all, rule of acquisition eight says small print leads to large risk. So get some glasses. I mean, come on, you can read the small print then. Oh, I see. I see. That's, that's good. All right, are we are we docked yet? Okay. Are we... So, yeah, you guys enter um, the USS Christopher Pikes. We'll call it the. We'll call it the USS Pike um, uh, shuttle bay and uh, presumably make your way to stations. Yes. I think uh, the first thing we need to do is we need to have uh, yeah, Pat, what is your name again? Bjorn. Bjorn. Sorry, Bjorn. You're the, you're the engineer, right? Yeah. All right. You need to go figure out how many, you know, how well this thing's working. And we also need to know how many, how many, uh, Torpedoes we have, and the phasers are working. We're not going anywhere if we don't have phasers. Got to have phasers. Well, I'll, go down to the, I'll go down to engineering and take a right. look at things, Captain. The rest and, of us uh, are headed to the uh, security. Should probably check out what our uh, 
what our military and, and weapons capabilities are, though. That's a good point. Mr. Fox? Yes, sir. Isn't that you? Do you want to check out the weapons capabilities? Is that what you want me to check on? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, you need to go make sure we're happy to, sir. to go. So I'm going down to engineering, and I'm running diagnostics on all the critical systems, including the and evaluating the, the quality of the crystals in the dilithium chamber and um, making sure all the warp coils are uh, up to up to sound just the right way. <laughs> okay, give me um, reason engineering. Okay, I got to figure out how to do this. <laughs> if I, it sounds like it's like so give me a reason to you want to do an engineering check. That's what it kind of sounds like. <laughs> okay, so what am I what am I doing here? Got my character reason sheet. and engineering. Did I do it right? Yeah, because you passed it. Yep. I didn't put a difficulty on it. It's it's fairly straightforward task. Um, the the uh, crewman, the the non noncom who's been working on repairs here, um, tells you that they just got the warp core running this morning, but so far so good. Uh, the chief engineer of the station was here helping, but he's he's gone when he heard you were coming aboard because he has a whole list of things to fix on the station. Um, why are you guys talking yeah, in the chat? Talking. Because we don't want to interrupt you. Oh, okay. okay. It's just this will be a really exciting podcast if you guys are talking in chat. <laughs> um, doing things in mime. Then Commander Fox said, "I'm the captain now. Look at me." <laughs> Run the diagnostic again. I want to make sure this ship is ship-shaped and ready to go. All right, sir. It'll it'll take about three hours. <laughs> okay, well, maybe not. How soon do we have to leave, sir? I mean, you're responding to a, to a ship that's gone missing, so... Uh, almost no. immediately, sir. No, I'm... I'm okay, so we need to get, we need to get moving quickly. Um, us- Captain, I recommend we, yes. we, we leave, and I actually like the Frankie's um, suggestion that we'll just figure things out after the fact. I'm going to pretend that he said that. I don't know if he did. I did not say that, but okay. <laughs> okay, so he agrees with me. Let's go. Okay, so we're in good shape. Bjorn went to engineering, and the rest of you went to the bridge. Yes. Yep. I'm on the, the rest bridge. Of us went okay. to the bridge. Well, uh, Commander Fox, Commander. Fox. Yeah, I was looking at. So, what do I come up with? Can I do my uh, weapons assessment? Sure. Yes, you should do be able to attack. And we can do that on our way too. So. Yeah. Do a reason and security. You have no idea, sir. I found the bathroom. <laughs> okay, well, get get and I, I and I launched a torpedo in there. Let me tell you. All right, well, that's all I found. Well, fortunately, the ship hasn't been restocked with torpedoes uh, yet. Just like just like Star Trek Two. That makes and, a whole uh, lot of sense. Yeah, we'll stop on the way. We'll get some. We'll pick up some at the convenience store. There's not like Seven <laughs> Elevens. Like you just kind of so like a torpedo. I'd like, so I'd like, like to, I mean, like an upgrade to my transporter. What did they do on Voyager? They they just like replicated new right? shuttles. I'd something. like a Genesis cage thing. Genesis <laughs> All right, so uh, Lieutenant Commander Kai, can you <laughs> can we buy a Genesis? Yeah. How much GP <laughs> is yeah. that? Uh, can you take the helm? We need to get out of here. All right, we are out of here. Take, Let's take do us this. out. Take us out, and then are there do you have the, do you have the coordinates for where we're headed? I hear you. I hear you. I don't know what you're talking about. No voice. Oh my! Talk. Jesus. <laughs> Jeez. 
Man, you people. And if you and if you've dated the person playing this particular role, you can call him at, <laughs> to report your baby daddy. Uh, command Lieutenant Commander Kai, do you have do you have our coordinates for where we're going? Yeah, we do. We got some coordinates right here. Let me see. I got my. Didn't you listen to the yeah, admiral at all? I relay the uh, coordinates to uh, Lieutenant, did. and I reprimand him for his insubordinate. Um, all right. Thank you, Commander. Conversation back to the captain. We have the coordinates from the Admiral. We would like to punch those in and right. go to the ship's last known location. Warp six. Okay, so you have the coordinates to the organ Correct. system. That's orgoon. Orangutan. So warp six. Get this bucket moving. Let's go. I want to decree that Captain Kanar needs to come up with, and I mean something serious, um, for your go line, whether it's let's... My, and get, you know, oh, I just said, get this bucket moving. <laughs> let's get this moving. Is that really what it's going to be? No. Let me let me try out a few Yeah, things. try them out. This is just the first time I've commanded, I just commanded the ship, you know, you got to yeah, try it Yeah, try it out. Things, so. See what, you know, just Make the tip, go. if it feels right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, it... Um, I like that a lot. Make it go. <laughs> It sounds like a child. <laughs> like, how do I make it go? Uh, okay, so it's it's going to take a couple hours to get to the system. And um, you realize that uh, this, this planet is protected by the Prime Directive. And you're going to want to figure out a way to disguise the ship from their um, sensors. They're basically... I mean, it's mid-21st century, so they've got satellites in the air, stuff like that. It shouldn't be too hard. Like, you don't need a cloaking device or anything. Can but... we scan for natural satellites, i.e. moons yeah. or other yeah, rocks in orbit? Same. Good thinking, Commander Fox. Yeah. Good thinking. Oh, yeah. I, 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 like, scan for... I put skin for some moons that got like teddy bears on it. Jeez. And stuff. Wrong, wrong, wrong yeah, IP, no, man. No, no discovery. Yeah, wrong IP. Nice. The wrong IP. So yeah. again, uh, no teddy bear. Uh, who's the science officer? That's me. Okay, awesome. Can you do a scan of the orbit um, to see if there's any natural phenomenon that we could possibly hide behind in terms of their signature? Uh, okay, you should roll um, reason and science. And you can get assistance from the ship. Uh, since I since I do astro navigation, since one of my focuses is astro navigation, I'm going to look at some star charts and determine whether or not there are moons around this. Yeah, I agree. What are you ro- rolling? Oh, okay. he's actually trying to do the thing he's supposed to do. I know it's odd for us. <laughs> Did you find any anomalies? And then the ship. What was that for? That's assistance. Whenever you do a task um, from the ship. The ship automatically assists, hmm. right? Because it has its own um, oh, sweet. stats. That's cool. Good ship. Good ship. Why couldn't you have been a girl? But whatever. <laughs> All ships are you female. Prefers lady. You guys voted on the name. I, you know. Okay, you find um, what you're pretty sure is a small moon. Yo, wait, 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 wait. And then... Uh, that's, that's no moon. Don't. <laughs> I got a bad feeling about this. Wrong IP. <laughs> and then modify your Keep orbit to uh, to stay in between it and any uh, planetary satellites. Perfect. Good driving, Andal. Can we assume that we are relatively hidden? Yes. Episode? Did we solve your hide puzzle? <laughs> uh, okay. So you followed a a, a decaying plasma trail to yeah. the planet it definitely is going toward orgoon 3 
um, and not Orgun two. And three was the the we, medieval one. Which one are we in the right. orbit of? Orgun three. And, and the trail goes to Orgun two. Is that correct? No, it goes to this planet. You followed the trail to this planet. Oh, okay. All right. Um, this is the one that's more technologically advanced by about two three hundred years. And um, oh, okay. So just the lemurs. Oh, this is gonna be so cute. Oh. Both civilizations are protected under the Prime Directive, uh, but this one is more advanced, which is why there are satellites that you had to hide from. Right. Do we have the uh, ability to scan uh, for things like comm badges that may be down on the planet um, from Federation starships? Yeah, there's um, there's some atmospheric interference. Okay. <laughs> but you should definitely run scans. Yeah, let's run a scan to see if we could pick up the life signs of not life signs, but rather the comm badges of any Federation officers that may be down on the planet. Okay. Make it so. I think I can I think I can help with this one if I run the uh sensors through the uh deflector dish. I think we Def- can get deflector through dish some doesn't of the... get installed till Tuesday. No, I think if we if we if we route it through the deflector dish, plus, we can plus increase. You're, you're not there. You're in the tavern getting drunk. Who is? You're in engineering. If we run the uh, sensors and boost it through the deflector dish, I think we can penetrate what the uh, atmospheric interference and improve our chances of of making no, it happen. A, agreed. Sounds good. Make it happen. No, you got to say, Captain, I like, by the way, this is turning into, like, basically your first officer is telling you what to do. And you just <laughs> right? make, it happen, saying, make it go. You are becoming the Michael Scott of this whole thing. I love it. Do it. Do it. Okay, it's the same check. It's uh, Reason Science Difficulty 2, assisted by the ship's uh, sensors and science. I'm trying to look at team dynamics, try to see what that does. I mean, I can roll for the ship unless one of you guys wants to do it. Yeah, I think it's fine. I actually think it's good if you re-roll for the ship, okay. DM. Okay. GM. So don't sue me. <laughs> so do I get to roll to help? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because we need we need momentum. What do I okay, roll? Let's see. Uh, it'll be uh, reason and science. Uh, Bjorn, how are you assisting? I am rerouting the sensors through the deflector um, dish. Since you're since you're using ship system, I'm going to say engineering and maybe control. I like that. Sounds good to me. Mm. critical okay oh, yeah. all right i like it so, so we get one momentum because he steals <laughs> one is that right uh i think i'm actually full on my momentum so. uh, yeah, my I, think, momentum. I think it starts over oh okay so i get whatever mine is what was the difficulty on it two so we have two momentum but i think one of them is to the one of them is to the uh group and one of them is to me so, so the group has, has group has one momentum is that right Group has one momentum. Hold on a second. I'm just going to read why that happens. So I don't know what these are called. One of my powers is hoarding impulse. You have a strong impulse to collect information and objects of value, if only valuable to you. When you save momentum, you can save it to a personal momentum pool that function like the group's momentum pool, except only you can use this momentum. This pool can't contain more than two points of momentum. However, you can save momentum to the group's momentum pool until you add at least one momentum to your pool from the task, unless your personal pool so you is already always, full. You always have to add one. Is that that's how it reads to me? I have to add one unless I already have okay. two in there, and that's one of your talents. That is one of my talents. As a, yes, as a Ferengi. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, your talent is whoring impulse, not a whoring impulse. Oh yeah, he said that. Oh, that yeah. makes more sense. He yeah. Said it, okay, right? so you guys can tell that a um, a civilian science vessel. You, you presume to be the SS Tesla, 
which that's annoying because it, that's the captain's name. Uh, it, it was named after me. It's fine. It's it's crashed. It's mostly intact. Didn't like break up in the atmosphere or anything. It's about 200 kilometers from what you believe to be the capital city. Uh, it's area of concentrated population on the surface. Um, you're getting a lot of interference from the atmosphere. There there seems to be maybe some some kind of like geologic disturbance, earthquakes or something, and definitely a lot of. Um, electromagnetic storms in the atmosphere uh you can spend momentum to get more information oh so i want to spend uh one of my momentum to get more information engineering hello bridge to engineering i know what's happening well i was just trying to talk to you but he's that's trying the to first talk to you calling down to engineering this is engineering i'm just calling down to you i'm just trying to talk to you this is bjorn in engineering we're getting a lot of interference from the atmosphere is that going <laughs> to interfere with beaming beaming um <laughs> let, me, let me run let me figure that Transporting. out i mean come on so i check to see if if it's gonna affect it well, thank you i don't know so gm what do i need to do about um run a reason no insight engineering and this is transporter so i have transporter and read and uh replicators as a focus so i'm gonna use focus okay and i get a one or i, I mean i have one I get one. One success. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're pretty sure that, uh, that there's too much interference here to, uh, to teleport to the surface. You're going to have to use a shuttle. Teleport? We get a bamf down? No, this, this is not X-Men. All right. So, um, Captain, the scans seem to indicate that we will not be able to transport down to the surface. I think our options at this point are to take a shuttlecraft down. Uh, I recommend I don't fly, given my track record. But beyond that, I think it's probably the next best option. If we want to find these people, we could hone in on the coordinates we identified earlier of our scans and try to zero in that location and send an away party down. That's my recommendation. I think that's a valid recommendation. I think that you and the chief engineer and the funny talking guy and myself will, will head down to the surface to find. I this think we ship. should add a, a uh, captain. Can I recommend adding a medical officer uh, to our party? Do we have a medical officer? Did anybody check? <laughs> We're on a starship. I'm going to say, yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, wait, they get installed Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do we? We need a medical officer. Do we? I've not yet had time to meet our medical staff. Has anybody talked to them? Do we know a name? Is there a you doctor? You have, um, and the NPC doctor is Lieutenant Shanti Patil. Yeah, I remember. I remember from the startup thing. All right, so somebody. Uh, this is the captain to medical bay. If you guys take, if you guys take an NPC on the away mission, then one of your main characters has to stay on the ship like you can't oh do both. well we don't want to do that captain i watch a lot of medical procedure shows i should be well, fine. maybe i should uh, maybe i should send um, i stayed at a holiday Inn express last night so <laughs> <laughs> i just saved 10 percent or more of my car insurance you guys are raking up the money right now this is awesome all these people are to pay us right uh, uh, yeah, sponsorships. <laughs> Bring it in the holiday in fat cash. Geico's uh, our sponsor, right? Okay. Yeah. While um, we're just demanding sponsorship, all right? Sorry. Right I, I, um, I think we lost our science officer. But while you guys were scanning, you detected uh, a very powerful energy source. 
about five kilometers underground, just north of the capital. Uh, what is the uh, nature of the energy source? Uh, what do the what do the people here on the planet look like? Do we know what the people look like? Lemurs. They look yeah, like, like lemurs. humanoid lemurs. Oh, so we can't uh, like we can't disguise ourselves as lemurs. Well, or anything. I mean, is that a possibility? I think it's too early for that. Okay. I don't think we've they've done that in the episode yet. Yeah, so. I mean, you, you'd have a hard time with that, but the the crash site is far enough away that you're you could should probably be fairly confident beaming down and investigating that. Wait, I thought you said we couldn't beam, right? I mean, uh, shuttle taking a shuttle down. Okay, uh, engineering. Can you do a scan of that energy source and see if you can a pinpoint its location and b try to understand the nature of the energy search? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, go ahead and do the same reason science two. Reason science. Okay. Two. Okay, and wait. Damn it, ship! A panel, a panel just shows uh, flying toasters. Can we can we fix the ship? Any t- engineer, you need to fix the how the <laughs> ship rolls. What did we see? It keeps rolling zero. No, I understand that. What happened? I mean, we succeeded. So what happened? Yeah, this. I mean, this is a this is a combat vessel. It doesn't have really great. Uh, science sensors sciencey things okay so two successes um you can tell that this energy source is it's not a natural phenomena by any means and it seems to be far more advanced than anything that you've seen of lormian tech so far from the from their satellites and uh and things um you also can tell that uh, there appear to be human life signs in the capital city. Um, as previously mentioned, it's there's much too much uh, atmospheric uh, interference for you to lock transporters on them. What's what's the distance between the crash site and the capital? About two hundred kilometers. Hmm. Okay, Captain, may I make a recommendation that these individuals may see our uh, visage as hostile. They may have never even seen humanoid creatures before. It's possible that they discovered the crash when it came down and took our people hostage. I at least make the recommendation that we wear some sort of hooded disguise to make ourselves as inconspicuous as possible. Can we do a scan on the local clothing to try to replicate um, something like hooded robes or anything that would be help us blend in with the local population? I think I, I think the computer I think the computer will probably have all that information. Okay. My just my point is I think we should go down not just with our uniforms on. I'm afraid I, they'll. Yeah. I agree. We probably need to have some kind of outfits on to to agree. hide our to do our best to start blend in as much as possible for making ourselves known. I think there's a strong chance that they have found our people and who knows how they engage them, but they could have taken them hostage. They could be revering them. I think we should always fear for the worst and hope for the I best. I agree. So the four of us are going to head down. And we'll leave. I don't know. Is there another commanding type person on the bridge that we can um, yeah, leave in charge? Yeah, I want to know who has the con. Off. We, we don't. We don't have a lot of um, supporting characters rolled up here. We can. Um, who is that guy? Yeah. Who helped Bjorn fix the runabout? Starbuck. No. Starbuck. Not, not Starbuck. <laughs> yeah, we're all gonna get sued. <laughs> Um, let's let's just bring every IP in. <laughs> just go. <laughs> do we have a chief? Do we have a chief security officer? Well, right now you yeah, are. The I think security. Officer, I think the first yeah. officer is the we most, do need one. Um, most proficient in security. Okay, so but I I mean just given the way we're all playing, I don't think you want me to stay. 
No. <laughs> no. It's supposed to be a joke. No, not right now. I think nice, we all need to nice. go. At some point, I, I, I'm hoping these missions will work, though. Some stay and some go and, you know, all that kind of thing. But Yeah, we can involve more supporting characters. So leave uh, – you've got Lieutenant Commander Lian Shang. Okay. Um, she is a pilot. Okay. All right, Commander Chang, you're going to, going to take the bridge while we're gone. Hi, sir. Um, if I call and say you need to do something, you better damn do it. Uh, understood, sir. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's fine. Just, just do the right thing. Make good choices. <laughs> okay. So you guys go to a shuttle. As mentioned, there's a lot of atmospheric disturbance um, around this planet. And so you're going to take a shuttle down. You replicate some uh, appropriate contemporary clothing you pick up some of their uh some of their sitcoms from the satellites and uh figure out figure out what their clothes look like mm. unfortunately captain i oh sorry the show you pick up is big bang theory oh, so God. it's a little bit too on the nose no, i but, just threw uh, up a little in my mouth you don't um you don't really know captain that, so. i recommend we actually make uh, an attempted at landing at the crash site i'd like to investigate what is there before we make an approach to the capital how do you feel about that uh, I think we need to land. Well, as we're coming in, we'll scan the, the crash site. And as long as there's no one around, then yes, we can land close. But otherwise, I think we should land a little ways away from it. And you think, walk over do you to think it. maybe they're, uh, they're, they're patrolling it? Yeah, I think there could be people around. So, All right. Make it go. Let's, let's, let's get out of here. Okay, so <laughs> Make it happen. You, guys, you guys know from, uh, from your training that in situations of um, – uh, prime directive violation potential. Your primary goals are to, first of all, find out if there are any survivors and save any that you can, and then find their ship. And if it is repairable, get it repaired to get it out of here or destroy the evidence to right. yeah. minimize yeah. Contamination. contamination. Yep. So, Captain, I think we're on the same page. I think we need to assess the damage that has been done, uh, scan for any life signs that may be near the area, and uh, proceed accordingly. I agree. Let's get down there. Okay. As you guys take the shuttle into the atmosphere... You, Wait, who's uh, driving? Okay. You, I probably would be. One of you is at con, and the other is at ops. I'd be at the con. I'll be at the ops, just so I keep, keep going. An eye, an eye on me. <laughs> Uh, as you start to enter the atmosphere, you encounter a lot of uh, like ion storms and just general electromagnetic radiation. I swear, if we crash um, again, <laughs> while you're driving, and, Captain, um, I'm, I'm transferring emergency power to the shields to help offset the ion nice. radiation. Okay, well done, Andal. Sorry, that's not you. The, the first, the first officer is flying. I'm flying, but Bjorn um, just uh, made a good move. Bjorn, give me a. Uh, a control engineering. No, wait. Um, yeah, control engineering. Control engineering. Yeah. Two successes. Okay. Um, difficulty two. That was difficulty two. Or, so yeah. I'm talking about. I hit it, didn't I? Okay. So you mo you modify the shields and the, uh, the, the shuttle doesn't shake quite as badly. You're still being jostled around a little bit like some, some bad... Uh, air turbulence in a in a passenger jet so whoever is piloting needs to make that's me a, um you realize that you're still 
losing altitude a little faster than you'd like. And uh, okay. and you need to find a, a clear spot to set it down. Go ahead and make a con and daring or control, depending on how. And can I'm going to go with daring. I'd like to offer to use my focus for composure. Okay. If if you're if you're using composure, then it's a. Can control. I support him in this with Helm? Oh, okay. Then I'm going to use I want to use daring then. Okay, so you, my daring is higher. So you're going a, a little more reckless. I'm going to ask for a rule. Yeah, I'd like for the, the. This is sort of a, a rules check. Is it smarter to do control eight with focus or daring twelve with no focus? Daring twelve. That's what I thought too. All right, I'm going to make that roll. Wait, can I? Can I? Can I aid him in this since I'm at ops and can help him with any of this? How are you going to help him? Yeah, you got to tell me. Well, I can. I'm, I'm. I'm sitting there at the at the ops. I can help him with stabilizing things. So and doing yeah, that's, things. yeah, that sounded convincing. Well, I don't. You guys just keep talking. <laughs> I'm gonna do things. I'm gonna and punch all these things. buttons. I'm gonna punch all these <laughs> buttons. Do things. I'm. I'm sitting. I'm sitting to his right, bro. All right, I'm rolling. That seemed okay. Kinar, if you can, if you can describe how you assist, you can roll an assist and potentially gain I... momentum. I have no clue right this second. Thanks for your help. I'm thinking. I can't imagine how you lost your ship. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so you you set the shuttle down. You're about... I have no idea metric measurements, but this thing is all in metric. Um, you're about half a mile from the wreckage. Okay. And Did we, uh, we were... Go- oh, sorry. Continue. You, you see the wreckage of the SS Tesla in the short distance... Um, it's, it's laying in a a clearing of forest, vaguely 30 to 40 meters around it. Trees are kind of burned and, uh, you can tell that the ship crashed here. What has become of the crew of this crashed vessel? Find out next time on Klingons and Dragons. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Klingons and Dragons, episode one. Part 1 based on the Star Trek adventure scenario Decision Point by Ian Lemke. Special thanks to Geek Scholars Movie News, The Front Porch, and Modifius Entertainment. For more information about the show, you can go to our website, klingonsanddragons.com. There you'll find episode summaries and our contact information. If you enjoy the show, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and while you're there, if you leave us a review, we'd appreciate it. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.